That's cool. Fantastic. Oh, good. Bad yeah. trash to you. Hey, Mike. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast. <laughs> I am so happy that Dan made a longer theme song that I have to edit still, but it'll be nice because I can finally finish my shares before we go live. <laughs> I wasn't ready for Mike to spin in his chair. I was like, we should have no. all done that. <laughs> that was very Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, it was, you know what I mean? It was great. It was great. I needed the little, well, I do have the little uh, <laughs> subtitle at the bottom there. Well, everybody, you see it. Mike is back with us for the day, and I am super excited. Is this your first time on since we've been on Scene Snobs? I think he's been on, but he's been on. Well, he's frozen, but I think he's been on. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, everybody, today yeah. is Mother's Day. Around, first off, around. we want to take a second and welcome you guys and say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there that are doing the work. Uh, we appreciate you my mom and so i thought it'd be fun to make this a pretty clean show so my mom can tune in and not be offended so uh, mom if you're watching this one's for you and we got a lot of cool stuff we're gonna do top five moms whatever random stories john has pulled out for us uh we got a review of superman and lois i'm gonna briefly touch on handmaid's tale but i'm gonna make it really quick because it's not really a show for mother's day and uh <laughs> All the other amazing stuff that's happening in the world. How's everybody? <laughs> it was a I show was, for Mother's Day. Let's talk yeah. about Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a very brief. Get your red capes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched the show, but I know that that might not be an appropriate show to review on Mother's Day. <laughs> You're saying I should save it? I'll save it. That's fine. It's fine. You do whatever you want. Slide. Yeah. It was on the original lineup because Sherry was going to be joining us today, and she was in the show. But um, so I can I can knock that off. Yeah, that's that's fair. We probably shouldn't talk about red capes and all the horrible things that uh, Handmaid's Tale makes any man with a conscience want to do to themselves. So uh, I again I want to welcome wow. everybody to this show. We're hitting PG thirteen in the first two minutes. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> really, really towing that line you put out there for us. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, John, John and I met up with George for the first time in person yesterday with Max. George, yeah, George, George is G. a great guy. I just wanted to take a second and thank George for inviting us out to hang out with him and his entire extended family. George, we had a blast. Yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't make it, George. I was looking forward to it. Justin's yeah, family. it was fun. It was a blast. I, uh, you know, uh, again, as you said, Jason, we have not really ever met face to face. You know what I mean? We've just always been in a, you know, stream yard or a uh, Zoom or whatever you want to say. And uh, so it was kind of cool to sit down and just talk and just, you know, you know, share stories of podcasting and whatnot. Yeah. George is one of the hosts over at Redline Radio. He actually has taken over operations of Redline Radio the day and day and, uh, George has been a friend with us since then, and I just I'm glad that he's around. I'm glad he's fitting into the scene snob three geeks family 
recently he's been all over the place with us. So yeah, George, keep it up, bud. But um, yeah. So what's everybody been doing? You guys, let's talk. Has everybody seen the last blockbuster? Yes. Yep. The movie or like I've not seen anything about the last blockbuster. Sorry. The documentary. No, I'd like to though. Feel free to spoil it. I mean, I guess it's about the last blockbuster. Uh, if, it's on, if you got Netflix, it's it's on Netflix. It's on there. All right, cool. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me miss video stores. I love video <laughs> stores, and we were talking about this yesterday at lunch. And I think that I think that there's still a market for video stores, but you have to put them in the right places. You've got to carry the stuff that's no longer in print. Carry it all. Carry the VHS. Carry the laserdisc. Carry the DVDs carry the Blu-rays because you're going to pull fans in. And, you know, you could go to a video store and rent a Laserdisc copy of Star Wars and watch it unedited. And I feel like... Oh, good. Sorry, John. No, no, no. Go ahead, Justin. I was just going to add in something, but go ahead. You go first. I, I know. I was, just, I was just trying to think about I mean, like, I would probably tailor back, like, kind of the, the niche stuff. Maybe, like, almost have a, an order where, like, you have a warehouse where people can rent and, like, it'd be delivered to that. So, like, why have... It'd be taking up shelf space for VHSs when one person out of maybe 100, 200 people might want a VHS version of whatever the thing is, right? But might be cool. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. When mm-hmm. when you do, a video store could work if you target to the film geek specifically, I think. They could um, people want to travel to. I know they're big in California, which makes sense because there's a lot of film fans in California. I, I was going to say that the question that I asked at lunch yesterday was there used to be a family video over uh, on 161 of Cleveland Avenue. And that was the last one that I knew of. It did close in June. Yeah. So yeah. there's a family video in Indiana that I grew up around that I used to go to almost every week. And uh, it closed this year, too, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. It bums me out because family video really treated their employees well. Like They got free college for their kids and things like that. Like they treated their, their employees wow. well. Cool. Well, that was actually kind of what I was waiting for with the last blockbuster, especially since it was on Netflix, was a lot of Netflix documentaries. They don't have the most pleasant of endings, but the last blockbuster actually had a nice little nice bow on it where it's like they're still going strong, even in the midst of all this. They're Mm -hmm. they're still I'm sure I'm sure that uh, I can't remember the name of the, the Oregon town, but I'm sure they're all like rallying around it now that it's become sort of this cultural like, you know, landmark and. Ben, ben, ben. I've been there. It's beautiful. Ben Justin, can I ask so a question? Beautiful. Yeah. Because that was what I was trying to figure out. Because if you look geographically, Bend is kind of in the middle of nowhere of Oregon. Is that accurate or no? Uh, I, I think it's accurate, but it's so pretty. Like you're in the middle of like a basin and you're surrounded by mountains. It's so pretty. It's a it's a really cool spot to be in if you just like nature. And you're really and, close to a bunch of different parks. Sorry, go ahead. Like, oh no, no, it's fine. And and, uh, and speaking of Mother's Day, like if anything, watch that for Mother's Day because that that lady, mm. the the matri- the matriarch of that family, like she does it all. Like she's the one who's like, you know, cannibalizing parts from other computers to make the you know to make them mm-hmm. work. She's the one who makes all the orders and like gets all the concessions and things like that. She's the one who. You know, gets all those props from John Oliver, like set up, and it, mm-hmm. it's it's something else to watch, regard regardless, like just how much commitment she puts into this little blockbuster store. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, actually, when I was watching the thing documentary, John, she reminded me of the lady from Video Central that you interviewed. Oh yeah, yeah, Hannah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I man, that was a you talk about a great video store. I mean, that was a great video store here in town. I mean the. Uh, 
I know, I think at the time that I spoke to Hannah, um, I think they were the only independently owned video store in Ohio, but I think there was only like three or four left in the United States Mm. at that particular point that were, you know, they were not part of a chain. And, um, you know, going back real quick, Justin, the bend, that was one of the things I thought about was like, you know, for years, they said the reason why there were blockbusters and video rental stores in Alaska is because internet was really spotty. Mm-hmm. In, in alaska so when i saw on the map where ben was i thought maybe just maybe maybe I, when i was there i didn't have any real i don't recall having cell reception outside of the, the problems outside of the drive to bend and away from ben because when i was going from portland to bend from ben back to portland because the guy i was uh visiting one of my friends from high school he had a, a conference in bend that's the reason we went and we had a free uh like Really sweet loft. I, I love Ben. If you get a chance to spend like a half a day there, I think it's a, it's a cool spot. Like it's just surrounded by mountains. If you like nature, like that's that's your gig. It's it's a it's a cool little town. Uh, from what I was told, it's really expensive to live there, though. It's an it's an expensive town. But well, Oregon, I think, is expensive. I have a friend. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, my 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 buddy's uh, oldest daughter lives in. Well, she now lives in Vancouver, Washington, because it's cheaper. But Portland is wicked expensive to, to mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. It's fun to pull up Zillow if you're driving through Portland just to see how much houses are going for. (laughs) Well, fun or depressing, one of the two. I'm not trying to live there, so yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Super awesome. Max, you're doing a clean clean for mom's show. Oh, surprise attack. Yeah, um, we were supposed to go to to Kings Island for Mother's Day, but the weather said none of that, so I can come play for a little bit. That's fun. Would you, would you say the weather outside was frightful? Yes. Oh, block, Jason. But the fire oh, is gosh. so delightful. The podcast is so delightful. Oh, I would have oh. gone with. I would have and... gone with Mother Nature. Does that work? <laughs> oh, that, that is good. That is good. <laughs> yes. Hey, Max. Mike. Mike hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm great. Sorry. To, sorry to crash. You know, crash in on the podcast. But yeah, uh, please leave. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, no, 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 don't leave because Max. I heard a story, Max, about about junior high Max and Jason and playing uh, Lethal Weapon that I wanted to ask about. It was okay. school, not Lethal Weapon. Well, you know, I was a kid, and I, we, Max and I, we one black, one white, and I was like, let's play Lethal Weapon, and we did. Right, but I always wanted to be Mel Gibson. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's but, fair. Know, but, but no, but I couldn't. <laughs> we were very literal back then. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like, Jason? I, did, I, I did not feel I did not feel I was too old for this stuff, mothers. Uh, <laughs> stuff mothers. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, we there's, uh, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I just I wanted to hear more about this. Jason brought this up yesterday during the Matt Talk recording, and I'm like, I would like to know more. I mean, uh, yeah. I think I think that kids do that. I, I, it's not an indictment on you. I'm sure, probably somewhere in my, I can't remember offhand, but probably playing GI Joe. I probably made my cousin Danielle be Scarlet because she was a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, or it, it, you it, know, it's it's you know like it's it, it's it's imagination with a lack of imagination. It's kind of interesting. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Max, did that mean you were basically just pretending like you had a daughter who was going to have a kid at one point, or Jason, were you <laughs> haunted? Had... Were you haunted by you know your past life or whatever? <laughs> I was. I you was. Know, it, Max had to talk me down a few times, and it's really weird, <laughs> you know, because like Jason ended up with a bunch of kids. I ended up joining the military, so it's like we really did switch the roles, but uh, <laughs> not not when we were playing. Not when we were playing Lethal Weapon. Can I right. ask, did you put out like a, a dark blue towel in the middle of the living room and Jason would jump <laughs> off of the couch into the pool? No. Terrible. No, no, I did always no. want to joke. Terrible. It, it, it was mostly genius, like Justin. running around the neighborhood with toy guns. <laughs> did you ever have a Joe Pesci? No, I never wish. knew somebody short enough. Oh. <laughs> you were in elementary school. What do you mean you couldn't find someone short I, enough? Dustin, it's relative. Yeah, yeah, you'll find a toddler? Talking. Yes. <laughs> toddler's anything, just like, okay, 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 okay. If anything, Max's brother or Amit would play with us. So they would be the honorary Joe Pesci. Wait a second. Uh, Ma Max, was that your Joe Pesci impression? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Joe Pesci and Lethal, is that not Joe Pesci and Lethal Weapon? Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude, spot on. You sound great. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I've never heard a better impression of Joe Pesci yeah. in my life. I mean, you guys, like, I didn't know this was going to be a PG episode you got you picked the wrong topic because like there's just a lot of quotes i want to make that yeah, i can't yeah. right now yeah. way well, to write yourself uh, in for the mothers <laughs> yeah, i think of joe pesci from home alone yes yes well, me, Max, uh, i know that even though you weren't supposed to be on here and you weren't in the chat but you do have your top five mothers from television oh yeah no i had that done ready to i had go, that right? done already yeah awesome. all right why? I'm not even going to be on for that hour, but I always do my homework, always, and I'm always prepared for this podcast. So, yes, I definitely, I definitely. What have you done already, with Max? Already oh, yeah. had that done. He's my favorite mother from Full House. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we, we make, he did a lot. We, he did a lot for that family. Justin, can we make the. Uh, are, are we doing we the top five right now? No, top five John Stamoses. We we're not set at two hours today because it is Mother's Day, so we're just going to oh. do our show and go. But uh, Mike, um, yeah, we found out a few weeks ago that Justin loves um, John Stamos. I, I heard a Justin. quote I wrong, Mike. John I heard a quote wrong, and now I love John Stamos, which is fine because I do love John Stamos. But it didn't come yeah. out because of anything else. Yeah. Well, what, what's not to love, right? Yeah. Yeah. Justin, join the club, man. Yeah, right. Join the club. You know, you you mistake Chinese beer for Japanese beer. And you know, well, you I would much prefer to love John Stamos than to yeah. hate Asian people. So it's hey, first, I don't hate Asian people. It's not even the same thing, John. You thought two cultures were the same. Justin just thinks a Greek uh, man is a god. Guys, I'm, oh, I'm the one who Zeus. I'm the one. I'm the one who ribs John regularly about this, and I'm just saying, for the sake of the mothers, let's let's drop let's it. Move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. John, we love you. And I'm sure your mother. Loves you. so, yeah. You're my favorite mother, John. You're, You're on my, my favorite list. podcast mother, John. <laughs> insert insert shaft joke here. I'm just talking about that. You want bad mother? Just talking about John. It has it has been a while, gentlemen. <laughs> it has been. Yeah. Missed you, Mike. <laughs> 
when I said PG, this is what I meant. I just meant no f bombs. <laughs> that, that, that oh. really and I almost, I almost messed this up four times already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> as soon as I saw Max pop in, I was like, "Well, there goes the PG." <laughs> there goes that sixty percent reduction in cursing. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying, it's like, well, Max isn't going to be there, so automatically 50, 60 percent reduction in cursing. So. <laughs> I was going to change my name to this effing guy, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> this mother effer for yeah. Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right you know what max, right. well, max now you're just I... putting the words in the listener's head <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying them though you're not saying them. say that whatever you think is it's on implied. you <laughs> whatever you think is on you uh max oh. i had a buddy that had a job at a retail job for a long time and he got to a point where he would always, when he'd complain about a customer, Max, go, this effing guy, right? <laughs> and it became like all the time. So we started just using it frequently with everything. <laughs> you know, We're like you refer to every customer as this effing guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. It worked. When all the faces blend together, like that's all you can <laughs> say. You know, like after your first, I'm going to say two or three weeks, Everyone looks the same, and they all have the same complaints. And yeah, no, I, I understand that. I understand that. Oh, Max, all customers look alike, Max. Hmm? All customers look alike. Yes. Is that a thing yeah, in retail? I, like you just you just glaze over their faces? Right. You can't even tell half the time. Like it, it's sort of like it half baked. You know, like if they don't do something kind of crazy, you don't know any one of them from the other one. Hmm. <laughs> That's fair. That is okay. So I was yeah. looking at a lot of uh, top five mothers lists, and I'm sorry if this one made any of your guys' lists, but Florence Henderson's Carol Brady should not be on anybody's top five because Alice did all the work. <laughs> Just because they were successful enough to have it made does not take away from her being a mother. Right? I mean, like, like was she a bad mom? No, she was still a good mom. She wasn't in the base of beating all of her kids while Alice right? was doing like, the sake, I, uh... <laughs> I'm just saying, it should be like Carol Brady and then in parentheses, Alice with the assist. Well, no, no. If you well... want to put if you want to put Alice on as a good mother, even though she was not actually the mother of any I didn't say children. mother. I didn't say, I said assist. At least give her credit for the No, no, I'm saying, like, if you want to give Alice the nod for the work that she does, because she does motherly things, that's fine. But I don't feel like you should you should take off either of them. What you have but, to do is you have to just rewrite your headcanon for the Brady Bunch a little bit and be like, oh, yeah, well, Florence Henderson, absolutely, the mom. But then Alice, there's something else going on there with Mike. Uh, well, oh, nefarious Alice. Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's we just wonder, say we wonder why Mr. the old Brady Arnold Schwarzenegger effect. Yeah. <laughs> I have only two things. If you think Jason, that's controversial. Wait till you hear my list. Oh, and boy. two, uh, I don't have uh, the Brady Bunch or excuse me, Carol Brady on my list because I went from like actual shows and TV movies that I TV shows and movies that I liked <sighs> and that I watched because I never watched the Brady Bunch because I never liked the Brady Bunch. Uh, John Matlock does not count as a mom. Damn it. Damn! Yeah, rebuttal. Good thing I've got some uh, some some honorable mentions here. I can switch out for Matlock. John Matlock. John Matlock. <laughs> uh, so, uh, John, did you have any weird news stories today? Uh, did I have any weird news stories? Um, I don't believe that I had any really weird uh, news stories. Um, there was a weird comic strip artist celebrate No Pants Day on May seventh. There's a no pants day, and I missed. There's a it. no pants day. Apparently, yeah. Number one, that's that's news. Number one, that there's a no pants day. That's a holiday. That's and news. number two, 
somebody decided from the uh, King Feature Syndicate to put it in all of their comic strips. Like, uh, uh, I think it's, uh, is it Zitz? No, it's Zippy the Pinhead, uh, Blondie, uh, all of those, you know, stupid Zippy ones. Zippy the Pinhead is still a thing? Apparently. I didn't, I, I haven't heard that thing in like 30 years. Wow. And also, like... The past week for me has been no pants day because I haven't left my apartment. So right, you <laughs> already celebrate. And no one, see, and no one sees me from the waist it. down. So yeah, <laughs> please don't stand up, Mike. That's the worst thing ever. Yeah, I mean, how I'm pretty sure Jason told me a story that he like made it to the office and realized he didn't have any pants on, so he had to like go all the way back home. That's a nightmare. Back to the office. <laughs> yeah, I was about to the office, Max. I made it halfway there, and I had to turn oh, okay, around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was in shorts. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like shorts, or you know, just you know, like my sweatpants or something like that, but not like anything. Elaborate. So has anyone? Yeah. There's like a TV trope where people like mow their yard in their underwear. Do people actually do that? Because I'm not sure I've ever seen someone do that. I would never mow my yard in my. Underwear. I would. I'm miserable enough. Like, uh, maybe maybe back in the day. I mean, I, I I know my dad would mow the lawn in like really short shorts. And yeah, but but your too. dad was from the era where really short shorts were like in fashion. That was like yeah. basketball, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's doing his best, freaking Dr. J. Yeah. And mowing the lawn. <laughs> uh, Larry Bird in the grass. Yeah. There was a guy. Uh, there's a guy that lives in my neighborhood. He's a very elderly man, but uh, the neighbors told me. One time, my neighbor had to go into work early, mm-hmm. and so her husband drives her into work, but they had to leave at like four in the morning, so it's pitch dark out, and they go down the street, they hang the left, they're driving out of the thing, and that elderly gentleman was putting his trash out, like at four in the morning, completely buck naked, because uh. my neighbor's like, He's naked, and and her husband didn't even pay attention. He's like, "What?" He goes, "She, he's naked. He just bopped out to the curb, buck naked." Man, like, I, I want, I want like ninety five percent of that uncaring. I thought this was America. Yeah, I thought this is America. Also, decent exposure. Like, I want just enough. Be like, well, I, I shouldn't go around naked, but like, like, how confident do you have to be as a person to be like, you know what? Whatever, we're gonna put some trash out. I'm yeah. sure he thought yeah. at four in the morning, nobody's out. You know, like, I'm sure that's probably what went through the old man's mind. Like, How recent was this? Uh, about four or five years ago. I, I think it was like Ring was Ring and like those all those surveillance camera things as your thing. That, that's a thing I, even back I, then. You know what? That's a great point, Justin. I don't know how popular that would be, would have been at the time. Because, I mean, like, his naked body could be a lot of places he didn't really expect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I it to deal with that. It could be that he's old and he's like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, because there's that point of yeah. zero crap given, you know, mm-hmm. when you what, get was it age. after the election? Because maybe he just gave up. No, <laughs> this was before oh. the election. <laughs> I got him. So anyway, I was doing door to door sales with uh, Spectrum and Time Warner. And I knocked on a door and an old man came to the door completely nude. And it just caught me off guard. I'm like, I'm so sorry to bother you. I turned around and left. I'm like, I ended the conversation. Tell this guy cable because I'm not mature enough for this conversation. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to stop giggling as I'm selling him cable because it was funny to me. I can tell your antenna is working, sir. I have to leave. 
<laughs> Here's my business card. You don't really have anywhere to put it, but um, just hang on to it. Use your hand. Yeah, let me put this in your teeth. There you go. <laughs> oh, he's got somewhere to put it. Yeah, there's plenty of places. Just he doesn't. You don't want to put them there. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> How did we? Like, that's most of our live shows. How did we get here? <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, but. You guys are here to celebrate Mother's Day, and uh, <laughs> we've got one for the mom. So we are going to jump in to our top five. <laughs> and I know these guys are super excited to do this. I'm super excited to do this. And uh, oh, actually, John God, for the uh, John for the topic. John came up with this yesterday because I had pitched a few different topics, but this one sounded a lot better. So uh, I'm so going to start with Mr. Orlando. <laughs> okay. Um, as I said uh, earlier, I went by shows that I watched or movies I watched where there was a, a mom that I enjoyed. Um, Sorry to interrupt you, John. If you guys are watching live, comment your favorite moms in the chat in the comments below. So, like, for an example, I mean, you know, uh, Mrs. Cleaver is not on the list. I never watched Leave it to Beaver. I never watched the Brady Bunch, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so my first pick in the number five slot is one that I, I thought would be a cool one to throw on there because of the complexity of this character. I'm going to say uh, my fifth favorite mom, Wanda Maximoff. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. an interesting pick. I like it. That's kind of out of left field. Uh, even though her kids were never really real? Right. Well, but but they she were had real to her. They were real to her. <laughs> yeah, her 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 mental break, instincts. for sure. In her mental right, break. Yeah, you know, she had the complexity of what to do, which I think a lot of parents do. They're like, I don't know how to discipline our kid because blah, 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 or whatnot. And I think that there was like that, that it was kind of a, a goulash of great um, character development with Wanda. Did you say no, goulash because she's like Eastern it. European? That was not one that I thought I would be hearing today. So that, that's good. That's a good pick. I like that a lot. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Left field pick. I like that. Justin? Um, uh, my first one, and Mike and I talked about this off off camera, uh, the the bride from Kill Bill. I think she's not really a mom, but boy, is she but a she badass. She is a mom. She oh, is a mom. Cursed, but yeah, she's, she's great. She's yeah. great. Yeah, she's that's a mom. That's a good one. And she's, I like she's that pick, too. Yeah. All right, you guys. This is good list. I I, I really thought this is going to be a really vanilla, like boring, top five moms. But so far, like these two picks, are, like are very surprising and very awesome. I am I am down to celebrate both of these mothers. Well, my number five is somebody that there's a lot of TV moms on television, but they 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 don't always look like moms. They're As usually, opposed to radio moms on television, <laughs> they they usually look like supermodels or you know just. They don't look like your average mom. And so for my number five is Jill Taylor from Home Improvement. I thought Jill Taylor was one of the best moms I ever watched on TV growing up. And uh, I, I really think Tim Allen did something special when he cast Patricia to play the part. Because she, she brings a layer to the mom role that I don't think very many actresses could have done. I'll give you that one too because I hated Tim Allen as a kid. I hated that character as a kid. So I'm like, I'm totally on her side for a majority of these situations. And your kids are way too wise, cracky. I love Tim Allen. So that's fine. I'm sorry, Justin. I do too. 
but I understand why people don't. He, he definitely should be special. Yeah, I often tangent of him being a, <laughs> oh, no. a, a felon. It had, it had more to do about like the fact back in the day, even then, I'm just like that whole, oh, I need more power for my tools. I'm just like, I don't get it. Like I was just a kid going, I don't get why this is funny. I'm on the mom's side. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but uh, who's your who's your pick, Mike? Um, well, my first one here, I didn't rank them. I just kind of went all over the place. Uh, my first one's actually a tie because it's uh, it happens to be a name shared by two mothers that uh, Martha. Yes, there we go. Yes, Martha, Kent, and Wayne. Without them, we don't get that amazing line. We don't get our way to the Snyder Cut. (laughs) So thank you, both of you, Martha. Why'd you say that name? Oh, God, this list is surprising as hell. I'm I'm digging it. Martha. Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, Martha. Martha, good pick. Uh, my okay, so my list of top five moms that I definitely had done before this podcast. Uh, <laughs> What's that Google page saying, Max? <laughs> now uh, I did a, a like, sort of cross section of like badass women who are mothers, and then also like good mothers. So my list starts from like the most badass but worst mom, and then goes up from there. <laughs> Um, all right, so starting, I've got uh, Ripley from the Alien series. Oh, that wasn't my next one. Good call. Yeah, good call. <laughs> 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 I sniped a bunch of you. Yeah, you sure did. Good yeah, job, Chad. Tapped on the fly now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, do we need to save it? Or is this, you know, no, no, no. Do, so we can do talk about it. Go, 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 go ahead. ahead. All right, yeah, so uh, Ripley uh, technically does give birth to a bunch of things. <laughs> And she tries to murder them all, so that's she's not a great mom. But Newt. She's super, huh? But Newt. She was great with Newt. Oh, yeah, Newt Almost so much so that when Alien 3 comes around, you're really disappointed. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, right. that's the reason I'm disappointed with Alien 3. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's a start. <laughs> that's just a start. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, Ripley. Ripley is uh, is uh, a mom that I enjoy watching on movies. <laughs> and let's be honest, in the first Alien, she was a total mom being like, no, we're not breaking quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Out of her time. Out of her time. <laughs> Johnny, number four? All right, my number four. Um, this one goes into what Jason talked about. Um this is a mom that I enjoyed watching the show. Uh, she was the very attractive model esque type of, of mom, but I found uh, her on screen chemistry with um, the other actors on the show. What made the show delightful? I'm talking about Carol Foster Lambert from Step by Step. Played okay. by Suzanne Summers. Put her on there, but that's a good one. Uh, yep. Great. Yep. I, was, I thought that was the actress's name. I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't that the the master lady or something <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah but i thought her and patrick duffy had a very good chemistry like they seem like even though they were they didn't look like typical parents yeah. but they had that chemistry of being like a typical family they were horny all the time too well wouldn't you be with thigh master lady i mean come on 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a house full of kids, and they're still like they're still like being like randy around each other, and all the and kids I mean, are like, "Oh, please could, stop!" Could you honestly resist Patrick Duffy's just sheer sexual presence? Like, come on, come on. Hey, Joey Linda Pro can't say no. Yeah, yeah. Linda Pearl loves him. Yeah, they're dating. If I you know. Catch that. If you didn't, you know, <laughs> you're not picking up what Jason and I are setting down. They're not they're Matlock dating. fans like we are. They have no idea who Linda Pearl is. <laughs> <laughs> we we figured it was something Matt Talk related. So. Hey, hey, hey! She was on the Office. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, Justin. <laughs> um, I so I was a little hesitant with this one, but I, I think I can, I can support it. I. Catelyn Stark. I thought she was a great mom for a while she was on the show. Okay, and in the books, yeah. like, the whole thing is, like, her vengeance on the people that murdered her kids, right? So, like, yeah, she's uh, – I think it's – she's a hard woman, but she seemed to really – I mean, she wasn't great to uh, the, 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 the bastard Johnson. son. But, uh, yeah, other than that. I mean, she had just – like, that because she believed, you know, that her husband – Basically, yeah, I totally get it. Of I totally get where she's coming from. Yeah, um, I'm sure. curious. So, you mentioned the books. Did you follow the books? Uh, uh, I got through, I think, I got through the third one. I'm, I'm on the fourth one. I haven't finished that, but I know that she turns into, um, right. I'm spacing on her name, Lady but, Stoneheart. Um, thank you, Stoneheart. But yeah, she, that, that character's sweet. Like going through and just like yeah, murdering. You barely get any of her. Like, it, it's, it's, I'm interested to see where they go. Like, whenever he gets around to finishing the book series, if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> he lost interest. Uh, my, Justin, your number four was uh, Ripley, correct? What? Oh, I, 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 I pivoted on the fly to move Callan Stark in for number four. Okay. Nice to have it. Uh, my number four is Mrs. Gump. Mrs. Gump? Forrest Gump. That is a really good mom. <laughs> Your mama loves you very much. <laughs> <laughs> because without her, we don't get Forrest Gump. Yep. Oh, true. true. That's how parents work. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same. That's the same uh, kind of. Uh, I mean, I, that is a solid choice. It just reminded me of when we were talking about The Office when Michael Scott's like, my favorite character, Andy's mom. Because without her, we don't get Andy and then we don't get the toys. But no, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Sally Field, man. Solid performance there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, what's yours? Uh, My number four. And again, just all over the place. Sindel from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. The mother who is younger than her daughter and who has the worst line in movie history. <laughs> Too bad you will die. Like, <laughs> terrible, but kind of fun. And this I just list is insanity. <laughs> yep. I love it. I now want to go watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation because I've never seen it. And now with that, I, I got to go see it. Yeah, well, I've just I've just had Mortal Kombat on the brain for the past couple weeks because yeah. I watched the movie and then I started playing Eleven finally and gone down that rabbit hole and Sindel shows up. I'm just like, oh yeah, Sindel. She's a terrible mom, but she's so much fun as a villain. So she's great. Uh, all right, um, man, I, I don't even feel like my list is worthy of you guys' list now. Um, my my number four is Princess Leia. Her son turned to the dark side. Uh, no, no, Max, I was going to say her too. 
She was going to be on my list, and then I removed her because okay. I needed somebody now, else. But I agree. I agree. Again, if you look at my list of badassery to maternal, like okay, mm -hmm. see, mm -hmm. yeah. So she's not high on the list because she wasn't a great mom, <laughs> obviously. But uh, yeah, I think she makes the list because she's not, she, you know, she's a badass lady. She got a lot going on. Couldn't really, you know, her son fell on the dark side. So whatever, whatever reason that was. Didn't didn't hold up that end, but uh, I feel like she's still trying real hard. I mean, when your uncle is the strongest dark force user ever, you're gonna you're mm -hmm. probably gonna be leaning, you have the potential to be like, man, he's pretty cool. I could do that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's it's it's, it's whatever. You're like, but I, I feel like you do have a responsibility, even like even if your relatives are like terrible people, to try to raise good people. So it's not like. <laughs> Uh, it's, I feel it is a little on her, you know, Ed Han Solo, like Han Solo ran off or whatever the fuck. Like, we don't know how, how it went down. But, He's the uh, definition of a dad that went out for cigarettes and never came back. Yeah, so, you know, like, it's, it's definitely not all her fault. I'm not putting all the blame there. But, you know, the end result still happened, so she's got to take her part in that. And, but uh, regardless, she's still a badass lady, still out there fighting the good fight. And, uh, you know, she's Mary Poppins, y'all. Justin, in Han's case, he went out for Wookiee snacks and never came back. <laughs> Either the Christmas special got him. Yeah, exactly. It was like, we're all right, Chewie, let's go visit your, your grandpa, I guess. <laughs> Don't hang around that kid. Let's go visit your grandpa. He's got that fun chair. He's got that fun chair. Oh, God. Let's not stinky. talk about what the fun chair does because it's Mother's no, Day. No. Regardless, right it's right in a fun the middle chair. of the living room. In the we middle of the living about, room. We can talk about the fun share on Father's Day. <laughs> that is so not even a Father's Day gift. That's a gift for nobody except Itchy. <laughs> All right, John, what's your number three? All right, I'm going to stick. Here we go. We're going to start with the controversial picks. Uh, for number three, not a great mom. Um, absolutely, probably maybe the worst mom in television history. But gosh darn it, I like the show. Peg Bundy. Okay. So close, John. <laughs> so close. I could not justify putting <laughs> her on my list. I mean, I, I mean, there's just something. TV mom. Yeah, I mean, there's just something about Pig Bundy, the whole Bundy clan, that just so wrong on so many levels. But darn it, it was a fun show. And, I mean, for its and then, time. And then uh, she played hardcore Pig Bundy in Sons of Anarchy. Right, yeah. And then, yeah, and now she's in some other show. Rebel, she's a great Rebel. mom in Sons of Anarchy. She's a great uh... mom. Hey, hey, we live long enough to see Al Bundy become a better father than Cliff Huxtable. And that could have happened without Pig Bundy. Oh, oh, oh. Good point. But that's in real life. And the yeah. Bundys always supported each other. Like, they were messed up the husband and wife hated each other in public but like to the core they supported each other 100 yeah think how many times al punched somebody out or the kids had you know something bad happen and al gave him that really half-assed advice but i mean yeah so al bundy a role, a role model for me hey, justin <laughs> what's your number three i was thinking uh kitty foreman that's I my number three all right. Cool. Who? Oh, from that, that, that 70s show. show. I thought she yeah. was a great mom. For the fact that they had such a crappy dad, like, I thought she uh, really pivoted. Wait. Wait a minute. Red was not a crappy dad. Oh, he, he, was, he was terrible. That's fine. Good I like that. I, I wish I like there Red were more too. Red Foremans out there. I put my foot in your butt. 
He was yeah. he was very much a dad of the time. Well, coming <laughs> coming from a dude that liked uh, the Bundy, hey. <laughs> To the moon. Yeah, honestly, honestly, John, I'm surprised you find Red to be kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like, fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> John's uh, recording him. We'll just say oh, that maybe, funny. maybe in the Orlando house, I may have heard I'm going to put my foot in your ass, too. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe a little too close relate. to the cuff. Yeah, you, you can know. relate. Yeah. I, can relate. I, I, I feel that. I feel that. that that's, uh, that's fair. I just thought she was very much the comic reprieve of that show to where how, yes. how serious Red was. I mean, it was really good. And she's one of those actresses that anytime she shows up, like in WandaVision, I got super excited to see her. She's always yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. She's great. Yeah. She always had her kids' backs and her kids' friends' backs. She was, again, like I was talking she about. She was a dead mother. She took care yeah. of everybody. Like I was talking about Jill Taylor. She's another person that really signified a mother. She would do things so that the dad didn't find out what the kids did. And a lot of moms, or at least one of the parents of the two, there's always that dynamic where one will, you know, be the cool one and one's the strict one. Good cop, bad cop. That's how right. it works. Mike, what uh, interesting number three do you have? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going next. I did, but mine was Kitty Foreman. The same. Oh, okay, the same. so it was the same one. Sorry, yeah. I, I, I misheard. Um, Lady Jessica from Dune, because... Yeah. Okay, no, 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 no movie. That's true. I mean, if you're looking for for the space virgin Mary, kind of, except she's not a virgin, clear, you know. Clearly, she's a kid. (laughs) I mean, yeah, no, well, no, no, but she's originally, she's just like a consort to Duke, you know, Leto and and then the whole family gets almost annihilated. She's the mother of Wadib, of the all-seeing, like, uh, Paul, she's the mother of Aaliyah, who's like 10 times more powerful. She gives birth to like two of the biggest badasses in the galaxy. So spice. Yeah, and the spice must flow. And she she like just steps up pretty much at that point and like goes against everything, goes against her order, you know, and yeah. If we're going for badass moms no, good, in science fiction, mom. I'd go Lady Jessica. Out, yeah. I, 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 I agree. Uh, that is, uh, that's a good, again, like, I just, all, all these picks are coming, like, way out of left field. I'm, I'm loving these lists. Like, this is, this is really fun. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought it was just going to be like, uh, the mom from the Brady Bunch, uh, the mom from. <laughs> if we wanted wholesome, that's what we'd do. But we yeah. wouldn't do if we ever went down the wholesome route. <laughs> I do have uh, one on my list. Um, uh, my, my number three goes to Sarah Connor. <laughs> That's a good one. That's such a good yeah, one. I didn't, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done, Max. Uh, yeah, Terminator 2, that's what's up. Like, I uh, love that movie. And, you, you know, you see Sarah Connor's been training her son, and you see she's been training herself <laughs> to, you know, to just be a hardcore badass. And, uh, yeah, I, I dig it. She's not only trying to save her son, but the rest of the freaking world. So, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, she Sarah Connor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Jason, should you remind everybody that they should chime in with their own comments? Yes, please send in your comments. I know it's Mother's Day and you might not even be paying attention to us. You might just have us on in the background. But, uh, yeah, leave comments. Let us know who your favorite moms are. There's so hey. many out there. Hey, Mark Wahlberg here. Say hi to your mother for me. 
<laughs> wait, this is wait. The intro of this video. <laughs> wait, uh, excuse me, Mark. Can I get uh, can I get two uh, percent APR on my next Chevrolet? <laughs> yeah, sure, buddy. We'll work it out there. And while you're at it, you can have like a quarter pound of Wahlburger. <laughs> How do you take it? Medium well. Well done. I'll flip it in the right here on the grill for you. <laughs> we are so gonna get our asses kicked. We are so yeah. gonna get our asses kicked one day. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down to get my ass kicked by Mark Wahlberg. That's fine. I'm not afraid of Donnie. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a knock at the door. We're gonna be doomed. Gonna make you look like the old kid on the block. <laughs> uh, the Wahlberg clan shows up. Mark, Mark's the one who's actually built, so I'm worried about him. Yeah. Donnie will show up in his getup from the Sixth Sense, so his underwear. And uh, yeah, that's more scary. Yeah, that's more scary. I guess. <laughs> Don't get near me, man. Underwear. <laughs> I can I cannot wait to turn on TMZ and see Steve Levine standing there with his cup going. So what do we got? Well, we got these podcasters in Ohio. They got the shit kicked out of them by uh, the Wahlbergs. Oh, the goodness. stuffing kicked out of them. Oh, excuse me. You roll the tape back, Max. You got it first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That word is in PG movies. We're fine, John. Go number two. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, my second, my second favorite mom. Oh, I um, <laughs> my second favorite mom, uh, Joyce Summers, Buffy's mom. That's a good one. I mean, the whole like double identity, trying to keep it from mom, and mom kind of you know not knowing. I thought that dynamic was fantastic on the show, especially in the early seasons. So, Joyce Summers, number really, And then it got to be a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, the, man. Um, the Joyce uh, scene, at, you know, when she passes, and they, yeah. uh, that whole episode, I've only seen it once because it's really hard to watch. Mm -hmm. the, the way that it was shot and filmed, it's one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. I know that mm -hmm. that doesn't, like, show how she's a great mom, but, you know, she was literally there laying on the couch, staring at a ceiling for that entire thing. And, uh, I know questionable Joss Whedon stuff, but the fact that they put no music in that episode at all, so you felt the uncomfortableness that the characters were, was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. And I've noticed we've we've kind of steered clear of moms that made us cry in a way. So yeah, that I'll say that that character is getting close to that now. I'm wondering if we're gonna have some more bummers on here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not for me, I don't think so. The Adams family, Lily Munster. Talk about like an accepting group of family. Like everyone has their own different things. I thought she was a great wait, mom. Wait, you said the Adams family? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean the Adams family. Lily oh, Munster, though. Yeah, I was like from the Munster. I don't have space on that. Sorry, my bad. But yes, Lily Munster. Dude, Morticia Adams. Though. Morticia Bob. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You could have done either one. Yeah, Do them both. Yeah, but, but uh, no, Lily, yeah, Munster. Lily Munster. That was great. Yeah, I never, I never watched the Munsters. I, I, I never watched the Adams Family TV show. I only saw the movies. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, same, no, I, same. I like the Adams Family TV show. The Munsters is on my watch list uh, to watch very soon because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yeah, it's been a long time for me too. I just, I was just thinking, but like, what, what is the two very accepting mother? There's a very one, uh, very supportive. I thought it was a, a good pick. Yeah, I'm a big fan. So, uh, family comedies, they don't really fall on my lap a whole lot nowadays. I don't watch a lot of them like I used to, but there's one in particular that I absolutely love, and that's the Goldberg. So, my number two is Beverly Goldberg. 
I think it's fantastic. And then when they show the clips of the original Beverly Goldberg, like the actress is so close to who she was in real life that it's uh, it's fantastic. And she's always got her kids back. She can be extremely obnoxious, but you know some moms can be obnoxious when you're growing up. It's just how they are. They love their kids. I always saw her as a less good version of the mom from that '70s show. Like I, I, I don't know, maybe it's just I like that '70s show better. Um, but like they're kind of like the same mom, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, or no, no, actually, no, she's way more manipulative than, than the, that '70s show mom is. But uh, regardless, I, I have that trouble where I can't just. Dist- well, I, I, well, she evolved because it's the '80s now. That's so. true. Yes, that's, that's true. You learn a thing or two in a decade. <laughs> Mike? Um, all right, so the reason why I was bringing up, like, yeah, we haven't had some downer moms yet is because I'm about to bring one to the to the table here. Um, just the actress, Grace Zabreski. Uh, you might know her as Laura Palmer, or not Laura Palmer, Sarah Palmer from Twin Peaks, Laura Palmer's mom. And nice. also just because she brings the same intensity to the role she played in Seinfeld uh, for George's future mother-in-law when mm. her daughter dies from mm. the poison letters. So it's the exact same character, basically, and she brings the exact same intensity of, like, a grieving mom. So, like, I, I don't know why. It, it's a downer choice, I know, but I, I just love her performance because you're just like, oh, this lady is devastated, but you feel it. Like, I felt it in that first episode of Twin Peaks – like she's just falling apart because her kid is dead. But yeah, yeah, that first episode of Twin Peaks is so uncomfortable, and a lot of it has to do with her performance. And then it's supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and then stuff just gets way weirder after that. <laughs> first, first it gets sad, then it gets super weird. Then it gets sad again, and then it gets super weirder. And, and then, then horses show up in the living room, and then she peels off her face and. <laughs> Uh, I've never watched Twin Peaks. I don't think I'm going to get there. Um, but uh, yeah, that makes I've, sense. I've, I've heard good things. <laughs> I've heard good things. <laughs> um, my number two mom uh, goes to Holly Gennaro from Die Hard. she's she's a hard ass um you know like she doesn't mind negotiating with terrorists like you know for bathroom breaks and things like that you know know, if she can can stare down hans sorry there it is i did it uh And, and, and be like, you know, like you might want to bring a couch in there. You might want to let us go pee. Uh, I feel like she brings that same intensity home. Like, no, you're not going out. Terrorists. You didn't do your homework. You know, like, I, I, I'm down. I, I think she, and she has to deal with freaking, uh, John McClane. You know, like anyone who. who well, she married, divorced his butt. So. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. She's standing up for herself. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Are you saying that after all of the events of Die Hard, Holly would go home. The kid would mouth, Mom, I ain't doing my homework. Listen, I stared down terrorists. Yeah. You're yeah. going to do your homework. Yep. Or else, Buster. Like, what's the she kid going to do? She's a poster of Hans Gruber in her, her house, and she's like, just points to Hans Gruber. Like, yes. <laughs> Remember. You see what happens when you mess with me? You see what happens? There's a picture of him falling she, off the tower. Yep. She installed, <laughs> like, <laughs> duct work all across her house so John can crawl through and scare the kids. No, like, your father's coming. too. 
She doesn't even need to. She's just a boss, dude. This is the this is what happened to the last guy who didn't yeah. do his homework. Don't you hear that? Your father's home. He just hit the duckwork. Yeah, I will blow the roof off this mother. Did she just get a collection of posters of the villains from all the Die Hard movies and just have them hanging up in the house? See what happens the second time? <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously something went away because you know later on her kid grows up to be Jai Courtney. So <laughs> maybe her maybe her mothering skills weren't that great. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> okay, Leia Organa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you gonna do? But at least Jai Courtney wasn't a Sith Lord. Like <laughs> yeah, it was just Jai Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's still like like on the right side of things, I guess. Let's die, Courtney. Sith Lord. John, who's your number one? All right, here we go. Let the controversy begin. It's a hot take coming. Oh, hot take. My Orlando. number one mom for this day, Mother's Day 2021, is Jack from Mr. Mom, played by Michael Keaton. Oh, you stole one from the ladies. All right. No, 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 no. I'm representing equality because Jack, <laughs> while not at oh, the beginning a very good mom, turned out to be a fantastic mother. It's a wonderful movie, so I'll give you that. It's a great it's a Gambling great for coupons is awesome. I think that's I a great idea. Help. Only because it's uh, Michael Keaton, we're going to allow it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I feel like Michael Keaton hit away with it. Kind of like I've never seen that movie. Is there some Mr. Mom rules here? What's going on? Only because it's Michael (laughs) Keaton, we'll allow it. Five yards. Yes. If it was Jai Courtney in that movie, no. That's a penalty. That's a penalty. Don't give Hollywood ideas, John. That's a chop. That's a chop. (laughs) Now they're going to announce Warner Brothers is going to be like to get rid of some of their bad press. Mr. Mom remake with Jai Courtney. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would go watch that. I, I, I'm so starved for movie theater time right now. I would go watch that. <laughs> you can get the Snyder cut of that, Mr. Mom, too. What if What if Zack Snyder never made another movie? What if everything was just like the Snyder cut? Like he just gets everyone's films and just be like, "All right, I guess we're going to remake this one." Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's memorable. So yeah. <laughs> for all oh, reasons, star Jai Courtney. <laughs> They're all starting to me. <laughs> I want to come back. Uh, my number one mom is Marge Simpson. How much crap she has to put up with? She just 30 years of nonsense. That, that is a good pick. That is a really good pick. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I mean, putting up with Bart's shenanigans alone, like, you know, for any pair of parents would be a lot. But then to have Homer as your husband, like no help. Yeah, yeah, she's the glue that holds yeah. that family together. Yeah. Can we just can we just give props to the voice actors too, Julie Kavner? Just because, yes. like, I don't know how close that is to her natural voice, but has to be for thirty plus years now. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that was almost on my list, almost. But my number one is. A wholesome mother like this is my one wholesome mom because she she was able she kept the men in her life in check as well like her husband she wouldn't put up with her husband's crap as well as her kids and i'm talking about mrs cunningham mrs c from happy days 
Happy Days is one of my favorite shows, and I think Mrs. Cunningham is the face of motherhood everywhere. Like, she had no problem telling her husband what she thought of whatever he was doing. She kept her house in order, because that's what you did back in the 50s, and she did a great job of raising her children and raising a stray bum named Fonzarelli, who became very successful, married Linda Pearl, or no, dated Linda Pearl. Jumped a shark? Yeah, that's great. She was there when he jumped a shark. They all went to California, so he could do that. I was super close to adding the Jeffersons, Louise Jefferson. I, I, I thought she was great. I watched that show a lot. But wait, wait, wait. Did the Jeffersons have kids, though? I thought they did. Did they not? I, I, haven't, watched the, I haven't watched that show in like a t- in 10 years, but as a kid, you I watched can, it a lot. You can be a mother to pets, John. What? You can be a mother to pets. No, I think they had a kid. Let me check. Okay, you check. I don't think they had kids or pets. Because George wouldn't put up with that stuff. No, they just kept moving on up. Word. I thought they had a son. Let me try. You're thinking of Sanford and son, I think. No. <laughs> There's... You're thinking of good times. What? No. You're thinking of, You're thinking of family ties. <laughs> no, they didn't have a kid. You're right. Why was she on this list of moms? Weird. <laughs> I, I, I love that show, though. I, I just forgot, apparently, that she didn't have a kid. All right. Maybe I'm you're, wrong. Um, you're thinking of uh, of uh, what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. No, I, I was definitely thinking, thinking of her. Of Claire I just didn't know she wasn't a mom. Yeah, you're thinking I, of Claire Huxtable, maybe. I just assumed. You're thinking of Bon Viv. They say notable moms from television and movies, and she's on this list. So something was, I was lied to. Well, I mean... The internet maybe, might, maybe it was more like like you like what Jason was mentioning earlier. Like this person had to manage the people in their lives like a mom. Yeah, that's fair. So oh oh, here's a good one. I just scrolled by the the gorilla from Tarzan. She was a great mom. You know what? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, Justin, because for a minute when Max mentioned uh, Ripley, I thought maybe we were going to have somebody mention that the alien would be a great mother. Uh, I mean, she pumps out a lot of kids. I don't know if she's, yeah, pretty, I mean, she's pretty neglectful. We have yeah. Mike <laughs> the kid. The kids kind of go do what they wish, but in the service of mom. Yeah. The, is, is the gorilla in Tarzan the one that actually sings "You'll Be in My Heart"? I think so. The, the Kala. She's the she's one protects him from the the other, everyone else though. But she was a good mom, I thought. Okay. Cool. Or Miss Jumbo. There's a whole bunch of animated moms out there that pseudo moms. It it doesn't usually end well for cartoons. You're right for Disney moms. That's why <laughs> Kala is definitely the stepmother in that relationship. Um. Oh, is it my turn? Uh, the number one. Uh, this is. I guess this is my sincere pick as well. Uh, Moira Rose from Schitt's mm. Creek. S C H I T T. Got to clarify that. Um, just because I do, she she's just a fun personality because Catherine O'Hara is just an amazing actress. But also, as the series goes on, like the amount of just affection and love and dedication she has for her family comes through a lot. There's this there's this scene where you know um, her son's her son's boyfriend is performing at an open mic and he starts singing to him. And at this point, like they're not really serious or he doesn't really consider them to be that serious until he starts singing this song. And she has this look on her face of just like, he's singing to you, baby. He like, she's just got this like devoted, like very loving look on her face of like, this is for you, sweetie, you deserve this. And it's just really cool. But also she's fun and a 
aloof and <laughs> this is a very ethereal character. So do you think she's the worst mom in Shits Creek or uh Home Alone? <laughs> Home alone because she actually leaves the kid home alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. I mean, <laughs> also gonna go back to the Jeffersons. I found out Lionel Jefferson is the son, so she was a mom. There we go. I don't know any. I don't remember any Lionel Jefferson. Okay, I'll take your word on it. I, I, it's, <laughs> go to Lionel Jefferson. It it's right there on the internet. Yeah, it's there. Okay. Wikipedia. If the internet says that. it. It must be true. Yep. Yes, it's a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Justin will die on this hill for this choice. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, my number one goes to uh, and I, I, she. She just got mentioned. I was I was hoping we'd go the whole cast without mentioning, but uh, my my number one goes to Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, <laughs> like both both Aunt Vivs did great. Uh, but I feel like when you're putting James Avery in check and then you have that withering mom stare, like just that look that like you, whatever you're doing, you're not doing anymore. Yeah. When <laughs> whatever she got you're about to say, not saying it. When she got disappointed, you felt that disappointment. Oh yeah. Like... The, the, the disappointment was palpable. <laughs> Did, do you have a favorite actress between the two of them? Did you like the season uh, one? I, I, I'm more of a fan of original Aunt Viv yeah. than I am of yeah. new Aunt Viv, but uh, I think they both did a great job and they both pulled it on because I get it's just that, and and maybe it's just because I got you know the mom stare more often from my own mother. Like you know, I'm having a John situation where it just hit home every time it happened. You relate? Yeah. I, I, I like to see it happen to other people more than I like to see it happen to myself. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just that that mom stare. She had it down and just stop you right in your tracks. Whatever was going on, just just put the death look on you, and it was it was over. Not when did when did she leave? Uh, was it after season one? I'm forget. When no, I think leave? it was like season two or three. Season two or three. Yeah. Season three. Okay. Right. She was pregnant, and then the other mom came in with the baby. Oh, pregnancy changes again. How did they handle the transition? Was it like you got a new haircut? Like, well, how did they handle? It? I forget. Like, was it like <laughs> well, the new actors? Like, oh, did I, you get a new haircut? I, I don't uh, think it got mentioned. It was did. just like, oh, it did. Yeah, they they broke the fourth wall a lot on the Fresh Prince. Yeah, they uh, they mentioned it. I don't remember what they said. Like, you're looking different, or you look younger. Like, yeah. or, That's you always know, my favorite. We have a new actor or actress, and be like, "What'd you get? New haircut?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure did. Yeah, new new, new uh, shampoo. Yeah. I'm from Timeline 902A. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm uh, from the actor wanted more money. Switched faces with somebody. <laughs> yeah. you yes. know? Um, I'm I actually Nicholas Cage behind here. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We are going to cut it short because today is Mother's Day. And I know some of us got things we want to do with our moms or talk to our moms or acknowledge our kids' moms. So, uh, Everybody out there, I want you guys to be safe. Next week, we are back to our two-hour time frame with the candies. We got Jen Candy and Chris Candy coming on, and we're going to talk top five 80s comedies. It's going to be oh, a lot of fun. Oh, What's that? I just want to wish all of you guys a happy Mother's Day. All right? You guys Thank enjoy you. your Thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. You too. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, Michael Keaton, I guess. And... Uh, <laughs> He was a good Mr. Mom. I respect him. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. I mean, I'm surprised nobody went Arnold Schwarzenegger because because uh, Junior. Well, he didn't really. I mean, he can't ever give birth. At the... 
Yeah, but yeah, he, I don't think he did anything other than just be what a way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost have this old Getty and stop my mom will shoot. Just because I like that actress, but I Man, Ooh, how about how about the mom from um, Goonies, the, the the evil guy's mom? <laughs> what about the mom from Animal? Uh, is it Animal Kingdom on TBS? The one where yes. they have the like, yeah, like the crime family. The movie was running. was pretty good. That, that they based that show off of. Um, we could have done a whole hour on Terrible Mothers. <laughs> the second half, being like, we did the first part, great moms. Second part. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, check out Mike at YouTube.com forward slash Check out johnpvdcast.com. Check out Matt Talk and everything. Check out thescenesnobs.com. Check out 3geeks.ninja. We are all over the interwebs. And the support, again, you guys have been amazing. Uh, we just had an interview hit 8,000 views with a lot of likes. So I want to thank you guys for that. The support has been tremendous. Our audio feed continues to grow, and that's because of all of you. So if you don't mind, hit the like, hit the subscribe, or rate and review us. It's helping a lot. So I want to thank everybody. I want to thank, again, we got uh, the candies coming on. We got Halea Jones, Brian Lau, and Trish Rayoni joining us back on the show very, very soon. And everybody else, you guys have a great day. Recycling droids.